Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I'm uh, excited today to be talking to Mike Arce. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Man, thank you, Josh. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. Uh, Mike, for those who have not yet been impacted by uh, the, the force of nature that is Mike Arce, can you give everybody an idea where you are, who you are, what you do, and the value you bring to this world? Yes. Yeah, so I live in Arizona. Um, I'm 35. I got four kids. I got a wife and um, I just love, I love sales marketing, like that whole thing. I've been coaching and mentoring since I was a kid. Even I was always like an either martial arts instructor or I was a personal trainer. Um, and then I got into this game where I, I go and do talks and speak and workshops. But um, I also now developed an ad agency and we got an ad agency that people hire as a service in order to help them get leads and particularly just in the fitness space that agencies call loud rumor. And, um, yeah, that's what I love to do. I love helping with advertising, marketing, and sales, um, coaching in general, but those are the three that I, I think most people come to me for. Nice. And, uh, I know a lot of people are listening, but for those who are viewing the video, this is our first video podcast. Can you raise up a little bit so we can see that awesome shirt with the, the initials, oh, yeah. Yeah, so right. knows what you're all about. Yeah. yeah. The GSD well, show, right? Yes, sir. Well, this oh. is our whole motto. In fact, so our motto is GSE, which stands for get shit done. And so it initially started as our motto. And then I, I made like a custom shirt for myself and came to work yeah. just to kind of make the people laugh at work a little bit because we've been saying it so much. Yeah. And then, uh, then everybody wanted a shirt. And now we've got a lot of people that buy the shirt. And we actually started a charity called GSD for those in need where there's six different color shirts. And every time you buy a shirt, each shirt represents a different charity. So like oh, awesome. my blue one, um, there's like a blue drop here. And that means every time we buy a shirt, we donate 4,300 gallons of water. And then there's like all different shirts. So it's pretty cool. Every shirt has a different thing. Nice, man. That's awesome how you've kind of integrated that into uh, everything else that you're doing. That's Yeah. That's and I remember when the show comes out, but we got GSD Con, our very first annual event uh, coming up June 9th and 10th, Saturday and Sunday. So I don't know if this... Sh- will air before then or after that, but it's here in Scottsdale and we got incredible speakers coming down to come yeah. and uh, basically talk about the industry. Nice. And you really specialize just for every listening. It's not just fitness, right? It's, it's really the private, smaller, uh, as I understand it, the boutique kind of fitness owner, the, the, the small gyms, I would say less than 10,000 square feet, but a lot of them less than 5,000 square feet. Is that right? Yeah. So fitness studios and that, you know, encompasses like Pilates bar yoga, you know, obviously right. like spin and stuff like that. But yeah, we also help massage. We help cryotherapy. Here's the thing. What we do works for like everyone. I, I can help chiropractors. I can help dentists. We don't because- of Oh, no, 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 Mike. You don't understand, man. The, the chiropractic profession is way different. See, my town and my business and my profession, it's way different. I, I, I yeah, nobody understands it. It's just- I've heard, I've heard that a thousand times. You know, marketing- is the same as it was 500 years ago, 400 years ago, when they were selling stuff at marketplaces, going back and forth to the village and getting attention. Right. Marketing and, and the, the, the psychology and the philosophy of like how to get attention and then how to convert that attention into profit. That's always been the same, just the vehicles of what we use. Now we have 
social media, right? But you got people like Martin Luther King and P.T. Barnum that were able to get P.T. Barnum, the guy that greatest showman, um, you know, that, yeah. that he just played. That guy, when that girl that he brought over, the singer, he brought her over, there was no internet. There was nothing. And he was able to have 20,000 people waiting at the dock for her to get off the boat to see what she looked like. There yeah. was no internet. There was no email list. There was no mail direct, like direct mail versus like. I think, think about this. Like you mentioned, Martin Luther King Jr. But that dude was up on the steps of Congress speaking. With yeah, and that was more than the current president got, or the last two presidents got on their inauguration with social media, with billboards, with TV ads, with cable, with everything you could possibly want. And MLK did it by basically word of mouth, and maybe some some preachers uh, spread the word to their congregation, but. Shoot, that dude was able to get more people show up than everybody else with social media followings, you know? When the, story's good, when the story's good enough, it's everyone's favorite thing to bring up in a, in a party. So, you know, if the story is better, is, if the story is better than any other story told at the party, you win. And so you're going to tell that story. And then you want to know about the story. And that's, that's your story. And so really, uh, right. you know, marketing gets the attention, but stories sell. Awesome. I love it. Uh, you mind if we dive into some, some marketing and sales here since you are uh, an industry yeah. expert about it? All right, cool. So, you know, one of the, uh, so I'm, I'm talking to a bunch of clinicians. So the chiropractor, some PT, some occupational therapist, a nurse or two, and I'm encouraging them to add a gym, right? And, uh, and to them, they're making a huge leap, but I know that the gym is not that much different. You diagnose what the problem is and you sell the person the treatment, which, you know, if I say I got 50 pounds to lose, uh, don't sell me a one-time-a-week membership for four weeks. It's just not the right prescription. Mm -hmm. um, but as we go through that, uh, they have to sell because selling is what helps those people. You know, that's what brings them the solution they need. And it's also what helps the person have a thriving business, the business owner, and everybody wins in that situation. Uh, starting out, your approach is never just like, hey, follow this recipe card. As I understand it, you always talk about the kind of deeper aspects of selling. Uh, was that always the case or did you kind of stumble into that as you learned along the way? Yeah. Um, no, definitely not always the case. No one's born. I don't think anyone's born understanding the psychology of anything. Uh, PT uh, Barnum might've might got it. <laughs> I, I think so. Some people are really great observers uh -huh. and then they know how to, how to convert those observations into action, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but not, you know, there's so many things to observe, but so many things steal our attention now. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we don't, I don't think we, we, and observe naturally. I don't think the average person observes as much as possible. Um, so when, when you're looking at sales, you know, the, the big, the deeper question you always want to ask is why, you know, why does somebody do anything? And so, you know, okay, why, 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 why do they want to come and work out here? Well, they want to lose 40 mm -hmm. pounds. Okay. Well, why do you want to lose 40 pounds? And by, by the way, the answer, the ultimate answer of why is everyone's why everyone's got the same why, but we're going to get there. So why do you want to lose 40 pounds? Oh, well, because I hate the way I look and feel okay, why do you hate the way I look and feel? Well, because I, I feel like people are looking at me or I'm self-conscious or my clothes. Okay, so we're, why, why do you feel that way? Where have you been different before? Yes, mm -hmm. I used to be like this before. And then you keep asking, you keep asking. It always comes down to, if you're asking why you want to lose weight, why you want to have a successful business, why you want to jump higher, whatever it is, it always comes down to, I want to be significant. I want to matter. That's the end why. I want to know that I matter. Interesting. I want to feel like I matter. Everyone, no one wants to feel... Like, uh, like whether they're here or not, like it didn't matter. Everyone's like, has likes that feeling. Like, think about it. Um, we all give credit because we know deep down subconsciously we don't, we, we like it. So, Hey, thank you so much for coming to the party. I got to tell you, we couldn't have done it without Joan. 
right? And like Joan gets like that's like the best feeling for Joan. Even if Joan did like this much, Joan feels better, right? Like Joan helped out with this. And so we like to feel like because we were a part of it, like there was a bigger thing. So I think a lot it's of like, time- uh, It's like, I think, I don't know if it's Napoleon or who said it, but I can get, uh, what is it? I can get men to risk, to risk their lives for a small piece of fabric. Like talking about, you know, metals and all that stuff. Like it's, you know, if, if they feel significant because they're wearing that pin, all of a sudden they're willing to run through fire, you know, active shoot people shooting at them and everything else. Yeah. I mean, people that play video games just to be at the top of a leaderboard, you know, and and even us in the arcades, remember, like we liked going (laughs) in our three initials on the Mortal Kombat on the street. That's mine. I I own this arcade, right? Right. We all like to feel like, you know, we were significant in this thing. And so now a lot of people are gamifying stuff with like everything has like bonuses and awards and, you know, little points and stuff. Yeah. 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 But in your particular world, in our world, um, really what people want is they want to be a story. Everyone wants to have a story. Sometimes people feel like they don't have it and it's, it's depressing, right? So where I think a, a ClickFunnels is a great example of a company that does it really, really well. ClickFunnels doesn't celebrate their customers. Um, for example, the way you would celebrate your customers is man, because, you know, Jill used ClickFunnels and she did it the right way. Um, she was able to take her business from failing uh, to all the way now she's doing over $3 million and she's happy, right? That's celebrating your customer. The problem is your customer doesn't necessarily want to brag about that in most cases because that's not, that's an arrogant brag, right? Mm-hmm. But if what they do and what I think it works really well is why they're doing so well, that's why they went from zero to hundred million in three years. They celebrate their customers' customers. And so, Jill, the fitness studio owner, right? Um, man, Jill is awesome. But let me tell you what Jill does because mm-hmm. Jill just isn't your average fitness studio owner. This is right here. This is Rebecca. This is one of Jill's clients. Rebecca has been over 80 pounds overweight for the last six years. Mm-hmm. On top of that, she's been on prescription medications for the last two. She's had depression. She's had anxiety attacks. She's been to the hospital four times just in the last three months or in, the, in, in three months before meeting uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jill. Mm-hmm. Well, now... Jill's lost all of the 80 pounds. She hasn't taken prescription medication in four months. And she even started her own club where they go hiking. She's got other moms. Mm-hmm. And Jill says she's happier than she's ever been. Round of applause for Jill and Rebecca. Right. And so now you got people in the audience going, man, I have a Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I have a and now they want to be, because they, they want to be significant. They want to be on the stage where they can show what they're doing for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. So how can we do that? How can we celebrate our customers' lives and, and the thing that they want to brag about, not the thing they don't want to brag about. People don't want to brag about losing 40 pounds because that means they were 40 pounds overweight. Hmm. They want to brag about what their life, like they want to be inspiring. Not they, right. People want to be inspired, but they also want to be inspiring. People like to hear you've inspired me. Your right. story inspired me. So how can we make people inspiring more than just inspired? Inspired is level one. Inspiring, that's yeah. a whole thing. I heard a, uh, a, com- a comedian of all things talking about the difference between fun and fulfillment. You know, people are always like, Oh, I want to have fun. I want to have fun. And he's like, nah, what you really want is fulfillment. I mean, you look at anybody that's been through military training, they would never tell you that the first 12 weeks of it were fun at any point, you know, even if they're in the air force for God's sakes. And, uh, it, but it's incredibly fulfilling to stand there in the uniform that you've earned and, you know, the formation that you've earned and you've nailed it all perfectly correct it's incredibly fulfilling. And I think what you're saying there that I picked up from it is don't talk about me, talk about the things that 
I've created. And yes, you are saying that this person is significant because they created this change in Rebecca's life. They created change in, in Tom's life and his ability to play with his grandkids and whatnot. And I, I really like that. Significant. Now, you've that? Made, now you've made both Jill and Rebecca significant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I love that because instead of clapping for her on stage, it's seeing people, you know, crying. It's the, what, what looks like the opposite emotion, but it's, it's a deeper level. Yeah. yeah. The other one is it could possibly be envy. Mm-hmm. and somewhat inspiring, but the other mm-hmm. one's straight up inspiring. Like I want to, I want that to be my brag. I don't want my brag to be, I made more money. Cause at the end of the day, let's face it right now, you could be, your business could be doing 400,000 a year and you could mm-hmm. say, Man, I want to get it to a million. But you mm-hmm. know what happens as soon as you get to 880,000, you, a million looks small. You've yeah. already now going, <laughs> I can get this to 2 million. And then by the time you get to 1.4 million, now you're saying I could do 10 million. And mm-hmm. then you just keep moving that checkered flag down the road. But what you'll never, ever, ever move is that feeling of, man, I, I like that I made that change in that person's life. You mm-hmm. could be a multi-billionaire. And, and we've had on our show, we've had, I just interviewed, um, what's his name? Jordan Zimmerman, $4.4 billion agency, right? Wow. And when I was talking to him backstage, he said, honestly, man, if I can impact just one person a day, like have a conversation with this one a day, I feel mm-hmm. great. So even though, He's like on a on money side, it never ends for him. One person a day, like that fills him up fulfillment, right? That fills him up. He doesn't need to have 10,000 now. He goes, okay, one person a day that says I change your life isn't enough for me. I need, I need at least a thousand people every day to say in order mm-hmm. for me to be fulfilled. No, no one will ever say that. And so that's why it's so inspiring. Everyone can relate to it regardless of what level you're at. Yeah. I love that. Can we dive into some more uh, of the, the psychology of, what you think it takes for people to um, perhaps sell through creating that significance. So if, yeah, if well, it's a studio owner and, and we want, we want them to be successful, how do they start creating that conversation with their clients? Well, first you've got to get the stories. So mm-hmm. that means you've got to get deeper in with your customers, your clients, and you've got to understand what it is that they're working towards. What are they mm-hmm. proud of? Because if you don't have those stories and you're going to have to fabricate them and then that just doesn't work. So you're going to have to really like get in touch with your customers, like really be involved. Jeff Bezos from Amazon said like, we have dove, we've dove into our customers more than anything else in our business. Very customer centric. That's what, that's actually what GSD stands for is get your stories done, right? Get your stories <laughs> done. Yes. Yeah. Get, yeah. That's stage one. <laughs> yeah. Step one, get stories. Step two, then use those stories in your marketing. You, you can use those stories in your sales, but you shouldn't as much. Your marketing, yes, but in your sales, it's about learning about what their potential story can be. So um, this is more like research. Like, where's the story here? Where, where's the future story? So if I'm talking to you, Josh. I'm, I'm saying like, okay, what does Josh have? What's his main issue? What's his pain point? Okay, cool. That's the tipping point of the story, right? That's mm-hmm. the point you know, like in Tory story where buzz lands on the bed and he changes the game and mm-hmm. it's like, all right, this is his buzz. So now what we've got to do is we've got to figure out how to not get rid of buzz. Cause that's what he wants. He mm-hmm. wants to get rid of buzz. We got to find out how to use buzz to power him, to fuel him. And, mm-hmm. and then that's a very different thing. So, um, that's the part one, but Oh, by the way, Pixar has like an 86 step process. Every, every movie has the exact same thing. And Tony Robbins and all the great storytellers, Les Brown, they all have, all their stories have that same flow. It's mm-hmm. incredible. They don't leave a piece out. It's, it's, they don't wing it. They never wing it. Okay. So 
Um, going back though, where psychology really can be easy to implement. Let's talk about the easiest way to implement it because okay. that's a very hard thing. A lot of people are going to be listening to this saying either, A, I don't have the time or I don't have the interest. And if you don't have the interest, chances are you're in the wrong business. You just got into something lucrative, not mm-hmm. because you actually love doing it, which is okay. Right. Sometimes that happens. It's hard to find a passion, right? But it's okay. Let's talk about something you can easily change like that. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit ClinicGymHybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's ClinicGymHybrid.com. So here's here's one bomb that I'll tell you. Um, the biggest objection that people get, they think it's money, it's not money. Um, the biggest objection that people get that they, that, that they can't overcome as easy is I need to think about it. Mm-hmm. And the reason... Oh, the death of... Like, I, I can't tell you how many sales I've had in that same thing. It just feels like... It's worse than a, it's a, it's a girl saying, no. yeah, it's worse than no. Yeah. Because you've got to be empathetic to it. What are you going to say? Like, don't think about it. Just do it. So <laughs> here's the thing you're going to have with sales. Sales is one of those things you don't have to go to school for. You don't have to get a degree or a certification or a license. No, no one's going to want to know what your verification. Like, let me see your credentials uh, before I can allow you to sell. Sales is one of those things, you know, that you just kind of like you get good at by studying and being observant. Right. Okay. So I'm a student of sales. I've been a student of sales for 12 years. I've read a lot of sales books and obviously a lot of them contradict each other, which kind of makes sense. So do fitness books, right? They all do. Your goal is to find out what what are the commons. And a lot of sales gurus, however, gurus, quote, I'm making the quotes read, but listening, um, they'll tell you that if somebody says they need to think about it, it's because you didn't deliver enough value or Mm -hmm. you didn't dig to the pain enough. Mm -hmm. That's not absolutely true. You know, most people are actually sold before you show the pricing. Mm-hmm. And once you show the pricing, you've unsold them. And it has nothing to do with because you're too cheap or too expensive. Hmm. One of the reason? Yeah, I would love it. Because your pricing makes so much sense that I genuinely need to think about it. Let me explain what that means. Yeah, I'm going to whiteboard, but also I'm, I'm going to be aware that people are listening. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'll be- Thank you. Okay, uh, I have my podcast, so I'm, I know how to- I know how that goes. So we'll make sure we do both. Okay. So this is what's called the decoy effect. And when used properly, it is incredible. Here, I'll do this. First, let's talk about what the average pricing looks like. We can use anything. We use chiropractic, we use dentists, we can use mobile mm-hmm. use fitness because that's the name, right? That's what I'm in. So typically this is kind of what it looks like. Well, we have a one time a week package. We have a two time a week package. And we have an unlimited. Now, keep in mind, some people do it different. Some people have a month-to-month agreement, um, six-month contract, 12-month contract, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Number one, always have three options. Never have four. Never have three in a bonus. Never have two different variations of three. Never have two. Never, definitely never have one, okay? So three is the magic number. But let me show you where people mess up that still do it with three. So what the thing is, okay, um, this is the one that they want to sell, Okay. So they'll say, okay, unlimited package. Oh, hang on. I'm getting a phone call. That's weird. I'm so sorry. I messed up your show. Hopefully we didn't. Let me, uh, 
No, it's uh, it's probably a, a satisfied customer co- calling you to say that they uh, just just nailed their just most nailed their pricing perfectly and sold ten times more memberships. Most likely is. Oh man, I can't end it here. Hold on, I'm so sorry. It's gonna end in a second. Okay, <laughs> so you've got one time a week, you got a two time a week, and you've got unlimited. Okay, so with the unlimited, this is the ones they actually want to sell. Okay. They'll say, okay, I want to sell this one for $99, right? Okay. And then the two time a week, uh, what they'll say is, okay, we'll do this one at uh, $89 and we'll do this one at $79. Okay. okay? All right. That that makes sense, right? Like it goes up $10, $10. Okay. So what you're going to have people start doing is, well, am I going to go two times a week or am I going to go unlimited? What am I really going to do? I don't know. And then they start thinking in their head, okay. well, am I going to be able to get a sitter? Am I going to be able to do this? Am I going to be able to yeah. do that? And you just, it doesn't make any sense. Right. So mm-hmm. the reason this doesn't immediately make a decision is because it makes so much sense. And when it makes sense, I need to think what you need this to be is a no brainer because okay. can, if you don't have a brain, can you think? <laughs> no. Like- okay. So that means in order for this to be a no-brainer, okay. it has to be so dumb and obvious that I don't have to think about it. A no-brainer, I don't need to think about it. Makes right. a lot of sense, I need to think about it. This makes a lot of sense. So now let's change it around. This is the one I want to sell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to go one time a week, two time a week, and unlimited. Okay. Now, only three options. Let's just reiterate. Never have four, never have two, never have one. Never have four, right? So now what we do is we say, okay, we start with what we want to sell. Okay. And then what we do is we immediately go into what do we not want to sell? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't want to sell these two. So great. These are decoys. They're only, only decoys. So what we want to do is we want to say, okay, this one will make it for $94 a month. Okay. Okay. And this one will make it for $89 a month. Now, what ends up happening is this is the concept. Now, you're, you're looking at it as a business owner. Mm-hmm. But here's what happens. This is actually B, A minus, and A. Because the nine is there, okay, mm-hmm. naturally what happens, they start looking at these two. This just doesn't become an option. Okay. So it's between A and A minus. And okay. people will always go towards the A. In fact, I have a video compilation of about 20 or so fitness studio owners that took my advice on this. Every single one of them says, not only am I selling and not only is it easy and not only is everyone buying right away, but everyone's picking the one that I want to sell. Nice. On top of that, you add in all these VIP things that come with it. Mm -hmm. You can also add an enrollment fee with the first two, whereas with the last one, no enrollment fee. So basically what you're doing is you're making this one like $5 more, right? It's $5 more. Well, it's $99, but it's $5 more. Uh, and, and, you know, you have a wife, you're married. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You probably dealt with this, right? You're, you see your wife buy something and you go, what's that? Oh, it's great. I saved $50 on this. Mm-hmm. But what'd you spend? Oh, well, uh, Mike, it was a good deal. I spent 50 but what'd you spend? Yeah. I spent $60. Okay. So you spent 60. We're net right. lost 60, right? Right. But, but I got half off of uh, these, uh, you know, display pillowcases. Uh, but you know, they, they were 250 bucks. Now I got them for 125. Right. So exactly. 
pillows on the bed in the guest room can look better. You're like, they got her. They got her. So, you know, at a movie theater, they did a study. If you go to decoy effect and loud rumors, Google decoy effect, loud rumor, you'll find our blog on it. And there's a video where actually people are going through a movie theater and they're being tested. And so what they're doing is they're, they're saying, okay, you can choose between a large popcorn for $7 or a small popcorn for three. You get to pick. And every single person, every single one chose the small. Every single yeah. 20, 30 people, everyone chose small. Mm-hmm. Then what they did is they had another group, same, same, same demographics, come in and they had a small for, for three, just like the last time, a large for seven, just like last time, right? So three and seven, small and large. Mm-hmm. In the middle, now they added medium for 650. So you get a small for three, the medium for 650, or the large for seven. Mm-hmm. 80% of people chose the large and of the 20% of people that didn't choose, but nobody chose a medium, obviously the 80, the 20% that initially chose the small, mm-hmm. all the clerk had to do, not a professional salesperson. All the clerk had to do oh. all the 16 year old pimple kid. Hold had on, to- Mike, you're frozen. All right, Mike, you broke up there, but so, so what did the clerk at the movie theater have to do? Yeah, so all the 16 year old pimple face kid had to do <laughs> no sales training. All right. they had to do was say, are you sure you don't want the large for only 50 cents more? And everyone chose the large, right? So literally went from 100% of people choosing the small to 100% of people choosing the large, all because mm-hmm. you structured your pricing to where I don't need to think about it. Right. And when asked, when everyone was asked, why did you choose the large? They said, it's only 50 cents more. Right. They didn't see it as $4 more because this one's out. See, that's the mm-hmm. B. They're comparing the A minus and the A, the 650 and the 7 are so close together. So when gyms do this, when my customers do this, not only are they closing more, they're mm-hmm. closing faster. They never have to say, here, I need to think about it, but they close their favorite package. The other two, you don't even want to sell. That's a so, problem. People put options mm-hmm. because they go, well, if this one doesn't work, maybe they pick this one. I want to find something that works for them. Mm-hmm. That's not the way you play the game in the small business world. Let me just make sure I understand this because this is, this is um, a totally new concept for me, but I'm digging it so far. So number one, just establish the core product you truly want to sell. So let's just yeah. say in fitness, I want you as a, as a, every fitness person I know would rather have their clients come more often than less often, right? Yeah, and you have a higher likelihood of them returning uh, and staying with you. And you also have a higher likelihood of them referring business and buying more additional products like supplements and retail. And when you're saying you need stories at the one time a week right there for 79 bucks, ain't going to produce any stories. I mean, it's just not. Yeah. Um, so find what you want to do, which is let's say three or four times a week. You want people there. And now that's going to be our a plus, you know, certified USDA prime offer. Right. Yes. yes. And then you want to create what you said, decoy offers that are on the list, but for no other reason than to just be like, uh, discourage them from choosing. Right? Yeah, it's supposed to look similar, but the price, like the, the price is similar mm-hmm. because it's only like $5 more or $4 yeah. more. Like it's crazy. It almost doesn't make sense, right? That's the point. It doesn't right. make sense. If it doesn't make sense, it makes dollars, right? In this case, it's, it's like that. Yeah, so they're looking at what they should essentially look at your lowest priced offers. In this case, one, one time a week for 79 and go, why in the hell would I choose that? that that's, that's too expensive for what I'm getting. Where is that? More. Yeah, that unlimited. That's a great deal, man. No matter what the price is, right? Yeah, and and I've gone crazy where I've literally done it like this, making you, it ninety eight. 
For one dollar more, you can come as many times as you want. Yeah. Now, the, the crazy thing is a guy like you, right? A business owner in, in this psychology, right? Yeah. You're going, oh, no one's going to fall for that. People are going to think it's stupid. No one thinks it's stupid. Everyone doesn't want you to think it. They don't want to even bring up that it might be stupid because they're hoping they keep the price. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, you have kids, right? Did your wife ever shop at Gymboree? I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't think so. Yeah. So they do this crazy thing where they're like, I've never seen them at full price. Everything's on sale, but mm-hmm. they have these things where if you buy, they'll send a coupon out to my wife. Like you buy more than four items, you get an additional 20% off. Mm-hmm. So I, we've never left there with less than two shopping bags worth of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, why, why would you? you get such a great deal? And it's like, yeah, they're, you're, cr- you're just loading outfit after outfit after outfit because any other day of the week, just to go in there and buy a shirt, is that, that'd be ridiculous. So, Most people don't test pricing psychology. You go to certain places where they're like, if you buy 10 of these items, you get them all for a dollar, right? So, but, but the thing is, most people don't test the pricing psychology, not, not do it. I think everybody thinks they do it. Everybody goes, oh, I have it set up this way because of this. No, that's mm-hmm. not really psychology. And testing it. The cool thing is, every, well, everybody thinks that their their customers and prospects are are always going to remember what their packages okay. are. Uh-huh. But in reality, if every two three months you want to test something different that's drastically different, you can do it. And no one's going to say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." I was here three months ago, and even if you do get it, it's not enough to make a change. Like yeah. your business, test different stuff. The ninety nine, by the way. The 99 is another psychological thing. A lot of people have gotten away from the 99. The reason they got away from the 99 is because they don't want to be salesy. They don't want to look like gimmicky, right? Right. Let me me tell you about 99. This has been used since the 1800s. (laughs) Uh, There's two theories as to where it came out from. Some people think it came from because British currency and American currency didn't Uh like work well. And And then then also Macy's, the biggest, the first big box store that included it. The reason they did it is because Mm -hmm. they wanted to know that their employees weren't stealing money and they always had to give change. And then that was the minimum amount. Oh, interesting. But in reality, it was tested on accident. And they realized that when testing it, they literally made 80% more profit from doing it this way. So in 1982, there were two guys that joked about how well this was working with everything. It was like the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. They joked about how well the 99 theory was working that they said, as a joke, we should open up a 99 cent store. They did. And we all know what happened. Yeah. Right? And so now nine, and by the way, people came out with the 88 cent store bombed. People came out with a 98 cent store. Didn't work. The 99 works. But the problem is people don't want to do it because they want to feel, they don't want to feel gimmicky. That's fine. I hope you feel better because you're paying the cost of not feeling the way that actually makes you money. So this works 99, just whatever your prices are. If you're charging 50, well, here's how well it works. My mom was a teacher and I remember we, we went to the dollar store. She'd be like, I'll go. Cause she had to buy school supplies and we go to the 99 cent store to buy stuff. And, you know, you get these little packets of, of, of notebook paper. And then we went to Walmart and it was 64 cents. So it's literally 31% more at the 99 cent store. But the perception is, well, if it's 99, it's a great deal. Oh, Here's yeah. So in, in the book, Predictably Irrational, uh, they tested the theory. And what they did was they said, okay, we're going to have this blouse in a the catalog. They sent out 30,000 catalogs, 10,000 with one price, 10,000 with another, and 10,000 with another. And this 10,000 had the same blouse at $34. This one had it for $39. And this one had it for 44 So 34 uh-huh. Uh-huh. 39 and 44 70% of people chose the 39 Wow. Right? That's crazy. And so we don't, we don't like to add the nine. 
add the nine, every little thing, right? Like throw it in there, add it in because your job is to serve as many people as you can and make a living. All right. I want to dive a little bit deeper here because I have some experience that, that, that is telling me I should talk to you about this, but uh, you know, we, we hired a consulting agency when we had our gym and they said, raise your prices. That's our first thing to everybody. And you're saying test your price. And, and I say test your price. And also, so raise your price can be an option. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's three different ways you can make more money. There's, mm-hmm. you can raise your prices, you right. can sell more to your customers, or you can get more customers, right? right. Now, in some cases, you can't get more customers. And that's also right? the most difficult, most expensive thing, option of those three, right? Well, especially if you don't have a good story, right? Yeah. Um, you can sell more to your customers. That's something mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't do mm-hmm. enough of. They don't have additional products and upsells that actually enhance the experience of the first one. Yep. And then there's a third one, raise your prices. But that's to make more revenue, right? Mm-hmm. To make more sales. However, if you want to make more sales as well, you said this one's costly, right? The first mm-hmm. one, get more customers. Well, what if we were able to get more customers and actually keep the same profit mainly because we're able to actually get marketing for free. But the way we're able to get marketing for free, there's two different ways you can do that. Well, several, but the two main ways. Mm-hmm. You want to obviously increase your processes and systems. So initially when we had our agency, we were only able to handle 15 accounts per account manager. Now okay. we're able to handle 45, meaning Ooh. we can have three times the profit. We were able to cut our prices in half and still profit more than 30%. Wow. Right? Okay. Now we can do that. A lot of people don't work on their business and systems. Everyone thinks this is the way it's done. No, that's the way it's done. doesn't mean the way that's the only way it's done. Someone's going to change the game. You're going to let it be that. So that's one. Ask retailers how Amazon uh, changed the game and how that feels. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then the other way is you can get your marketing for free because every thank you page of your marketing sells something. So for example, let's say it costs you um, $5 to get a lead on Facebook. Let's just And let's say on average, one out of five people that opt in, right? They see, mm-hmm. a, they see an mm-hmm. ad on Facebook, they go to the landing page and they opt in for free session, whatever okay. it is, fitness, chiropractic, massage, whatever. Now on that thank you page, mm-hmm. instead of just saying, a lot of people waste so much opportunity on thank you page, they just say, thank you. Uh, your form has been submitted. Someone from yep. our team will reach out to you in 24 I hate hours. That stuff, yeah. What a waste. So what you do is you say, Thank you. Um, we've actually put together, the, like in fitness, right? We put together the top 15 foods that uh, easily double metabolism, metabolism okay. just by including them in your diet. To get this downloadable guide, um, go here. It's $19. Yep. So now if you got one out of four people doing it and it costs you about, it costs about $20 and, and you're paying $5 a lead, you're literally getting leads for free. Mm-hmm. Dan Sullivan said, um, he who can afford uh, to pay the most to acquire a customer wins. And right. that's because, yes, on the front end, I could just spend because I know on the back end, yeah. I'm making money, which means that the sum of it all, I got all the leads to sell with my main thing for free because a little back end offer, the little one time offer, sold yep. at something that balanced me out on the marketing costs. I love it. Yeah. The, people forget, you know. <laughs> They forget how powerful, they don't realize how powerful that recurring revenue is in a gym because it allows you to play all sorts of games on the front end when you know you're, you got it coming in on the back end. It's like the old, I don't know if you remember, like, was it BMG music where they're like, you know, select 12 CDs for $1, one penny or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. And oh, by the way, we're going to hit you up for twenty four ninety five a month for the next 12 months, you know, right. but they would, you know, you get this huge box of CDs coming in. You're like, man, I, I, you know, this is awesome. I love this company. Except for the second month where you're like, 
oh, I only get one, one CD for uh, 25, 25 bucks. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, so a lot of it is just playing around with the psychology. Yeah. There's a ton of them, man. There's a ton. Yeah. I just got this one cycle bar, spin pseudo, just to give you an idea of how you can use stuff. Yeah, I would love to hear a story. By the way, this is a, a tip that one of my mentors taught me. Never get inspired by your own industry. If you get inspired, if an idea is inspired by your own industry, chances are it's already being done and you're second already. Interesting. So, Take an idea from a separate industry and find a way to use it in your own. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, you guys, you've heard of like the 72 ounce steak stuff or whatever. It's like, if you eat the 72 ounce steak, it's $72, but if you finish it, it's free. And we put you up on the wall and we give you a t-shirt. Yep. Right. So restaurants started that. And then next thing you know, we got hundreds of restaurants doing stuff like that. Right. Cause it works. So a lot of inspired by that first one, but how could you do that and everything else? in that particular concept. So like a spin studio, I just went to the, I went to flywheel spin studio around here mm-hmm. and I finished a class, had about 40 chairs in there, prime time, five thirty at night. And there were 16 filled up out of, out of like 35 or 40, there was 16 filled up. And so right. I said, there should be way more people in here. That was a good class. Where's everybody? You know, they had the screen on, it shows you what place you're in, how many calories you're burning. I'm competing awesome. with so many people. She's like, yeah, I don't know. It's been hard to fill the place up. And I said, so, tell me what, what's going on here. Like, are people really competing? She's like, Oh yeah, yeah everyone competes. Everyone's like fighting for it. Everyone's always asking, like, what's the record here? And she says, Oh, it's like 680. And I go, okay. So how many people get 680? And she's like, Oh, like maybe one. I go, was it possible though? Or is that guy a freak? She's like, Oh no, it's possible, but it's very, very, very hard to do. Would you be willing to give anybody that can do 680 or higher a free, a free workout? Yeah, as long as you do 680 or higher, you get it for free. She's like, oh, uh, I'd give them a year for free. That's, that's really hard. <laughs> that's how I hard said, it is, okay. yeah. I said, I said, okay, so you give them a year membership free? She goes, mm-hmm. yeah. I go, what about 500? She goes, yeah, I'll give them that session for free. So you can literally say if you get 500 um, power, that's what they call it, oh, okay. you'll, you'll give it to them for free. Yes. That's your marketing pitch. Come in and work out for free. We want right. hustlers here. Anybody that puts up 500 in power, by the way, I bet you can't do it. But anyone that puts up 500 in power, it's on us. But if you can't do it, pay for the session. Come on in and show us what you got. Right. Right. So that's a 72 ounce steak. That's all it is. And then we'll put you on the wall. We'll give you a t-shirt, right? You can yep. wear that t-shirt yep. in class. You're bragging about it now. Yeah. So now she's all pumped. She's going to be doing it. I'll tell you how the results line up, but um, she's excited to roll it out. So they're rolling it out franchise or corporate wide. Oh, nice. Just from your little off, uh, off uh, the cuff comment at the end of a, of a class, huh? Yeah. Well, That's I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it wasn't an idea. It was a stolen idea yeah. changed for the industry. Yep. And you could steal them from everywhere. You could take ideas from Tesla. You could take ideas from Amazon and just say, how do we do this in our business? Well, I mean, I was thinking about that when you're talking about don't have those dead thank you pages. You know, I think when I, every time I check out of Amazon, they're like, thank you very much. Your package is on the way. By the way, people who bought, uh, you know, whiteboards also looked at whiteboard markers and they looked at, you know, projectors and they looked at PowerPoint slides and all this. And you're like, oh yeah, I probably should scroll through there. I can't tell you how many, I would love to see an endless loop of, you know, go on for a kitchen spatula, purchase that. And I get it all the way down to next thing you know, I'm buying a drone, you know, to fly around with my kids because of what they've just offered me. And, right. you know, here they made they five times the sale. And here's the thing, they didn't come up with that. Neither yeah. did anybody on the internet. Mm-hmm. In grocery stores, do you remember getting a receipt? And then like, if you have a baby, now it's like for diapers next time you get this or if mm-hmm. you get diapers, 
Uh, And then you know that all those gum and the Tic Tacs and the magazines, the crazy assortment, it's like a little mini 99 cent store right there on the conveyor belt. 33% of people buy something. One out of three people buy something there. One out of three. They would have walked right by it. Who needs that random stuff? But it's right there. It's there, right? And you know that something's going to work. So at the end of the day, you know, Amazon just did what has already been being done. It's nothing new. They just made it theirs. And then now they look innovative, right? I love it. I love it. Well, Mike, if, if people want to get a hold of you and find out more about your process and maybe become one of your clients, how can they reach out to you? Um, to reach out to me, my handle for everything is Mike RC Live. So my middle name is a tricky one. It's spelled A-R-C-E. So okay. it's just Mike RC Live. So you go on Instagram, that's my handle, Facebook, Twitter, you know, YouTube, whatever. Okay. And then your company is, can you give us a little... Uh, a pitch on your company real quick? It's loud rumor. Um, simple pitch. We are absolutely number one, the best. No one's, you know, who's second place us as well. So we're first and second <laughs> in generating quality leads for fitness studios and wellness companies. And uh, also uh, there's nobody that's got the amount of content that we have to show you what to do with them once you got them. Cause we awesome. actually, we work with over 700, right. And, and so in just in the last couple of years. And so we actually created this community where we don't like test everything with your company. We've tested everything split amongst 700. Mm-hmm. And so now people pay less for the failures. Sometimes you don't pay for any right. Get right to the result, you know? So it's all the best practices of what you're seeing work everywhere across the nation. Yeah. This is how this guy sells. This is how that guy sells. This is how this guy sells. Yeah. Oh, that's unique. I never thought of that. I love now it. You got it. Yep. And pitch that, that conference one more time. I don't know if this will be released in time, but if it is, maybe somebody can stroll in there late. Uh, yeah. What, what's it called? So it's GSD Con. Uh-huh. Uh, so GSD, get you done, Con conference. And uh, yeah, it's June 9th and 10th. It's here in Scottsdale. We got people coming in, like the CEO of Mountainside Fitness. We got a guy coming and speaking that literally is working on a program with NASA to help to make their fitness studio, help their astronauts get fit to colonize Mars. We've got a guy that just made a documentary with Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix uh, on Pump Generation 2 on Pumping Iron. Um, guys that are opening up their 100th studio, guys that have opened up like multiple, like 30 orange series, mm-hmm. 10 massage envies, like all at the same time, they're all running like crazy Love speakers it. are coming out. So I'm pretty excited. Love it. Awesome. Well, congratulations on all that you've created and built. Uh, unfortunately I got to wrap this up right now, but I know you could go on f- for days probably, uh, you know, your, your staff was at Kelsey. Those are the one to help me out. Can do it. I'm, I'm like losing my voice. I feel bad. I, yeah. I lost my voice in your show. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. So, uh, I just want to say thanks a lot for all the information. And for those listening, remember, set three prices and make two of them absolutely not what you want so that everybody buys the one you want, right? That's the easiest way for it to happen. You said you got tons of clients with, that are successfully selling the package they want to everybody instead of hearing, I got to think it over. Yes. I think that's, that'd be a, a wonderful world if I never heard that again, Mike, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. You can do it. Go to decoy effect, loud rumor, Google those four words, decoy effect, loud rumor. You read all that. We got a whole case study on how it works. Awesome. All right. Well, Mike, I appreciate your time today. And on behalf of all my listeners, thank you very much for what you've shared. Uh, and for those of you listening, this is Dr. Josh Satterley for Clinic Gym Radio. Go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dreamt of. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right. Thanks, man. Take care.
Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.